Somebody shout hallelujah. Beloved, we are welcome to episode 9 of the city 3 of Biblical Phonesis. You will recall that in episode 8, we began our look into what a institution leader should resemble in real life. We affirm in that episode that a Christian leader is a servant with credibility and capability to influence people in a particular context or in a particular situation. A leader that will influence people in a particular context must however know himself or herself, that's why we address identity. And that can happen when the leader knows his doctrinal beliefs, uh, knows his core values, is aware of the leadership styles and capabilities both God giving and developed capabilities and the theology that is driving such a leader. Beyond knowing self, however, a social leader must also know context. You need to know your work environment. We all need to know our work environment. Knowing leadership context is the focus of this episode. Anchor on the central question, how do leaders know their military context or their church context? or their parish context. Beloved, a leadership context or situation is mainly the people in the church that we lead. Some will follow willingly and some will not follow us. For example, the leadership context of Moses was the Israelites during the Exodus. They were his context. He had to manage them. And another example we can get from Nehemiah. The context of Nehemiah were the Jews in Isaiah and the ones he met in Jerusalem. So, beloved, contests vary from one place to another and from one era or one period to another. It also varies from one leader to the other. For instance, the contest of Apostle Paul varied from one church to another. If you if you are conversant with the epistles written by Apostle Paul, he encountered the different contests with people at Corinth. You can read chapter 1 and chapter 11 of 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 First uh, Corinthians as well as Second Corinthians, you will see the difficulty you have to contend with. It is critical to note that context or situation or work environment depend on the people following a particular leader at a given time. So period is essential as well. In a context where a leader has high influence, such a leader can predict and determine what people will do in certain circumstances. The reverse is always the case where a leader has low influence in his or her ministry contest. The leader will be unable to predict outcome of event. So let's look at some salient points. I think we have five salient points to share in this episode. Point number one. For us to know our contest, we must know the philosophy at play in a particular ministry or in a particular church. Philosophy here refers to how a church chooses to do ministry work. It refers to how he does what he does. That is his own philosophy. To know the ministry philosophy, one can ask the following question. Number one, what is the purpose of this church? For example, in redeem the salvation to make it to heaven. And to do that, we want to take everybody along with us. What number? Another question we can ask is, what is the leadership supposed to be doing in this establishment? As leaders, what are we supposed to be doing? Another question that we can ask for us to know the philosophy at play, every minister about the philosophy, whether we like it or not, is, is the leadership style 
that is favored or preferred in that church is it conservative or contemporary? We need to know that. And we can see that in how the leaders in that establishment, how they make their choices. Point number two, for us to know our context, beloved, we need to know the military circumstances. And this is linked correctly to philosophy of the ministry. Is linked to the philosophy of the ministry. The circumstances of, of a ministry are made up of factors that are not limited to organizational type. We, for example, in the church or a parish, size of the mission or size of the parish, large or small congregation, age of the mission, status of the mission, maybe it's an established mission over 50 years, 100 years, 200 years, or is just planted. Age of the people in the church, meaning the, their demographic. The tenure of the primary leader of the church, the general overseer or the archbishop or the bishop, the presiding officer in that particular church. The diversity and generation of people in the church, the congregation, including the style of the organization. All this will help us to know the circumstances surrounding a particular ministry. Then we'll be able to know the context in which we are leading. Number three point is the level of trust that people have concerning the church. We can have trust concerning a leader and we can have trust concerning a church as an organization. The credibility of a leader is essential when it comes to trust. The same applies to a church or a mission. The credibility of a church is mainly about trust. Do we trust this organization that calls itself the Church of Jesus Christ? If people do not trust a pastor, for example, they will not follow that pastor no matter how he preaches or how long he preaches. If people do not trust a church, also, the church cannot lead them. It cannot be the leader of society. It cannot influence their thoughts. It cannot influence their actions. It will not have a moral compass to enact positive change in, this, in the community. So it is vital that a leader is aware of the congregation trust if the congregation really trusts that church and the church and the leader. It is important to determine your context or our context. Point number four, beloved, is the power structure and we spend a bit of time on this one, on this point. The power structure in a particular establishment will help us to know the context in which we find ourselves. As mentioned in previous Biblical Phronesis episode, power is amoral. A-M-O-R-A-L. Or amoral. In, in other words, power, P-O-W-E-R, is neither good nor bad. It is how it is used that determines whether it is good or bad. So a church can use its power structure for either good or bad. It can use it for either to pursue the interest of Jesus Christ or to pursue a parochial interest. Therefore, a leader needs to assess the church power structure by observing how the church is set up to undo its polity. Please know the word. How the church is set up to undo the polity. P-O-L-I-T-Y. 
And who are the people of power at different levels of the church hierarchy? There are ways to draw conclusion or to observe all this power structure at play. We can know the power structure at play when we find answers to some of these questions. We are five. If you are in a, in a particular ministry or, or church. Number one is to ask the church about the polity. P-O-L-I-T-Y. A polity is a form or process of civil governance or constitution. In other words, you ask how the church is governed. How is this ministry governed? Polity is its government. Is it governed by bishops? If that is the case, it is episcopal. Is it governed by elders? Then it is Presbyterian. Or is it governed by the congregation? Then it is congregational. That will tell you the kind of circumstance you find yourself in order to exercise the right kind of leadership. Then, another question that will help a leader and every one of us to know our context is to observe people of power within the congregation. Who are the people of power in this church? And how did they become people of power? Such people of power gravitate towards power positions, such as the governing council or the church council at the local parish level. And how did they get to those positions? And how are they selected into those positions? Number three, for us to know our context really, we also have to identify the patriarch or matriarch of the church. The patriarch or matriarch of the church are the people who the congregation trusts naturally and they grant them power, not because of their position per se, but because of their length of service in that particular ministry. We also have to look at individuals viewed as unofficial leaders. They don't have a portfolio in the structure, but what they say matters, what they say carry weight. And their views on issues are viewed with our importance. Number five, when it comes to polity, is we have to look for individuals to step up to steady the ship when there is a vacuum, especially in a particular parish, for example. Maybe a Parish pastor was transferred, and uh, someone to resume is not around as yet, and somebody is able to step up to assist. That person is someone of influence in that congregation. So the above investigation or investigative approach will reveal the power structure in a church, and it should help one to align their leadership style in order to succeed. Number five, which is a given, it is already implicated in some of the other point. It is the demographic of the people in the church. The demographic data of the congregation or the flock and also the leaders in the church. To know your context, you need to have within your fingertips, the general information about the people in the church. You must know your people. I must know my people. Information about location is important. 
Information about education is important. Without being very, very uh, um, um, difficult, it's very, very, very unlikely, very unlikely that a congregation that, that is highly educated will be led by somebody with inferiority complex. It will not happen. The leader will lose the congregation. Also important in, in, in terms of demography is to know the generation, the marital status of the congregation, the kind of employment, are they all employed, or 50% are unemployed, or they are underemployed. The income levels of the congregation is also important. If the income level is very low, how do you approach tithing and offering and giving? in the congregation, the matter. The diversity is also crucial. Diversity, which should bring us together because there is strength in diversity. How diverse is the congregation? All this will help us to understand our leadership context. Beloved, let us close with few BP in this episode because context is very important. For you to be a situational leader, you must know your work environment. I must know my work environment. So, our number one BP in this episode, beloved, is the fact that leadership context depends on the nature or quality of the followers or the people that you are leading. And as we have mentioned in episode 8, the previous episode, we have said that leadership context involves identity. And our identity includes doctrinal beliefs, core values, leadership styles, Capabilities and theology. We covered that in our previous episode. If you missed it, please listen to it. Then, point number three knowing our leadership context also involves knowing the philosophy of the ministry. We have mentioned it in this episode. The circumstances of that ministry, the level of trust, trust in that organization, the demographic and the power structure in that organization. Number four, BP, the final one, beloved, is an effective situational leader knows this or contest and identity. If you want to be an effective situational leader, you must know your identity and know your work environment. Let us pray. Mighty God, we thank you for showing us all we require to know when it comes to our contest. Father, so that your children will flourish as we live them. Lord, please help us to be effective to be in varying context, varying situations in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, Beloved, if you enjoyed this episode, please like us on our various media platforms and also join us at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Restoration House online or on site in Blue Party, South Africa. We welcome comments from you. Please use all our platforms on Facebook as well as YouTube. 
Till we come to you in the next episode of Biblical Phonesis. May the Lord keep you safe and blessed. May He shower you with divine wisdom daily to succeed in the mighty name of Jesus.